it's Mark K from the Mark K Show. You hear me every day at 11 a.m. on News 104.5 WOKV. First of all, thanks for listening to the Mark K Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, please subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion Podcast and Jacksonville's Morning News Interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes or Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. A new breed of talk. You can't stop Donald Trump by yelling and screaming. His voice is your voice. Cindy from Jacksonville, good morning, and thanks for calling the Mark K Show. David joins us from Ponte Vedra. Claudia in St. Augustine. This is the Mark K Show. I just want to say I love me some Mark K. Indeed. And I want whatever you're smoking. Hey, dude, thanks so much. I appreciate you listening to the show. I appreciate everyone listening to the show. Thanks so much for joining me today. What a crazy day it is today. Holy cow. Good thing we all relaxed and sang some uh, sang some Bob Dylan songs yesterday because today we got some serious stuff that we got to deal with. Uh, number one is the death of the First Amendment. Everyone's been worried about the Second Amendment. Everyone's been worried about the guns. But yesterday, the First Amendment was basically beheaded uh, by a lot of our uh, social media organizations when they went after InfoWars. I don't like them putting chemicals in the water that turn the friggin' frogs gay. Yeah, now I know he says some crazy stuff. I know not a lot of people agree with him. I know a lot of people think that he's cuckoo, crazy, just totally in effect, or just basically insubordinate and offensive to a lot of people. However, no matter what Alex Jones says, he does actually have the right to say it and we're going to delve into all that here in just a minute but first we're going to start off with something a little different we are going to play mark k's secret sound Now, before you think it's all fun and games, this does have a point, and it is newsworthy. If you've been following in the news, uh, you should be able to identify this sound. And if you're the first person to correctly identify it at 340-1045, what we're going to do is give you a pair of those tickets to see Bob Dylan, because like I said, everybody seems to want him. You ready? All right, let me pull the music down a little bit. Uh, I'm going to play you the secret sound. Listen carefully. Identify it correctly at 340-1045, and you win. Here we go. Hold on, wait. I pulled it down way too low. Here we let me pull the music down. Here we go. Listen carefully. Got it? Listen one more time. All right. Anybody who has Call now, 340-1045. Let me know. And if you're the first person to correctly identify that secret sound, you win tickets to see Bob Dylan. And it's and this is another, we have kind of like a free speech men montage of information going on today. I, th- thankfully, this is still one of the last places where free speech is available, uh, you know, and in uh, in uh, large quantities is, is uh, talk radio, news talk radio. Because between InfoWars and what's happening with the uh, secret sound today, we have a... Not just the onslaught, because we know, we know that the First Amendment has been under attack. And we know that a lot of these news organizations are, are, are parading as news organizations when really there's something totally different. But now we're starting to see instances where it's not just an attack, but it's a successful attack. It's the actual, uh, I guess, disintegration of the rights of people in this country to say what they want to to uh, you know appreciate what they want to assemble where they want to uh, you know display what they want and and time after time because of social media and because of the courts and because of what's happening in the in the uh, in the mainstream media a lot of the times too we're starting to see more and more of our rights infringed upon and i'm not just talking about not being able to download a a 3d printable gun although a lot of folks think that you should have the constitutional right to do so 
but I'm talking about instances where people are people's voices are basically being silenced. And don't think, don't think that it's any uh, coincidence that it's happening right before the midterm elections. Three four zero one zero four five. Let's go to Jason. Jason has a guest. Jason, good morning. Are you there? Can you hear me? Yes. yes. All right, Jason. I'm going to play the sound. I'm going to play the sound one more time. I want you to tell me what it is. Okay. All right. Listen very carefully. What do you think that is? That's the sound of Trump's star getting destroyed. That is the sound of Trump's star getting destroyed by a pickaxe. That is correct. Congratulations. You won. We have a uh, we have a pair of tickets to Bob Dylan for you. We're going to hook you up with that. That's the sound of Donald Trump's star getting destroyed by a pickaxe late last month. This was like two weeks ago. And that's important because yesterday, yesterday in West Hollywood, the West Hollywood uh, Council voted unanimously to remove Donald Trump's star permanently. They are basically saying because we don't like what the president has to say, we don't like what the president does, we don't like the president's agenda, and we didn't vote for the president, we now want his star from the Hollywood Walk of Fame, something that has absolutely nothing to do with his politics, by the way. Has to do with his has to do with his dedication and his contributions to the entertainment media. And he was given that star just like everyone else on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And now the West Hollywood City Council, in what was a very heated debate yesterday, voted unanimously to remove it. Think about this. They had a council meeting at night where not only did they waste taxpayers' time and money, not only did they waste the council members' time and money, but people had to go out and both defend and attack Donald Trump having a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Now, they did... Uh, and they, several people came out and in the end, they, you know, the, the supporters lost out debating whether or not the man should have a, a marble star on a sidewalk. When are you going to be happy with Donald Trump when he's dead? It is time to have the star removed. We're Mexican for Trump and I love President Trump. President Donald Trump is unethical, fraudulent, fraudulent and a liar. Yeah, unethical, fraudulent and a liar. So therefore, therefore, he doesn't deserve a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. How how many other unethical uh, liars are there on the Hollywood Walk of Fame? Kevin, Kevin Spacey, he's still got a star there. Bill Cosby, no one's no one's attacking his uh, star with a pickaxe at least not yet. But that's what was being debated. And the the most interesting thing is that the guy who did the destroying of the star was there not in prison not behind bars he was there proudly saying here's who i am here's what i did and receiving a round of applause my name is austin michael clay and uh you may know me as the man who actually destroyed donald trump's star so and then they uh they went in and they passed the resolution uh they went in and they passed the resolution to to basically remove the star now here's the good news they have no real power basically what they were doing was they were debating and arguing and voting on whether or not to take this to the Hollywood Chamber of Commerce and ask them ask them to remove the star leave the star alone he earned it he deserved it when he got it and there's the Trump haters who just want to destroy anything that is to do with him she was uh, hungry she was eating the microphone but that's not even they have no power in this they took all this time and all this effort and they drew all these people away from their homes and they did this for a publicity stunt they did this to pass a resolution to ask West Hollywood 
whether or not they would uh, remove the star. And the uh, and the people in West Hollywood at the Chamber of Commerce have said they have never removed a star. They've never, ever removed a star, and they don't plan to. They say it's part of entertainment history, and sometimes there's things you don't agree with, and sometimes people do bad things, but they were part of entertainment history, and, you know, it's interesting because a lot of times, you remember how all of the, uh, remember how all of the um, Confederate monuments started coming down? Because people wanted to start changing the history. They wanted to try to erase it. Well, I mean, it, the, the people in Hollywood at least, at least for the time being, realize that when you have somebody who does something in one aspect of their life, it doesn't mean that it represents every aspect of their life. 3401045 is the number. 3401045 is the number. For those of you that are, that are, that think this is all ridiculous, number one, you're right. But the, the good news is that as of now, nothing will happen to the star. Respect my president and respect his star. Because once again, this is an organization that likes to cause a lot of hubbub, but has absolutely no power. Unlike Facebook and unlike Google and unlike, uh, YouTube. That's a totally different story. And they're doing serious damage and serious harm to the First Amendment. And that, that is the true big story today. And uh, we're going to get into that here in just a minute. Three four zero one zero four five. This is the Mark K Show. Some of your phone calls coming up. Quick break. We'll be right back. When are you going to be happy with Donald Trump? When he's dead? It is time to have the star removed. We're Mexican for Trump, and I love President Trump. President Donald Trump is unethical, fraudulent, fraudulent, and a liar. Mm. Aren't we all at times? A three, a three four zero rather one zero four five is the number three four zero one zero four five. That's all at the big meeting they had last night because people in West Hollywood wanted to petition the West Hollywood City Council to remove Donald Trump's star from the Hollywood Walk of Fame because they find it offensive. That one guy that spoke, uh, he was actually the guy that his name's Austin Michael Clay. He's actually the guy that took the pickaxe to the the uh, star just a few weeks ago, and he's now at, he's now at the meeting. Uh, getting a hero's welcome. You know, people are applauding. My name's Austin Michael Clay, and uh, you may know me as the man who actually destroyed Donald Trump's star. So, All right, so here they have a bunch of people applauding a guy who did something, who broke the law. You know, it, it, freedom of speech is one thing. You can go up to the star and look at it and scream, I hate you, Donald Trump, you're stupid and a liar. You can do that all day, you know, every day, and I'm sure there are people that do that. You can go to Washington, and you can you can hold up a sign saying, you know, you're horrible, orange, you glad that Russia got you elected, whatever whatever dumb signs, and then that's an actual sign that I that I saw. Like, knock, knock, who's there? Orange, orange, yeah, you know, you, you get it. Uh, but, you know, you can do all of that stuff because we have that right in the Constitution. What you can't do is destroy someone else's property. And would like it or not, the star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame is Donald Trump's, uh, is an, an homage to Donald Trump put there by the, the Hollywood Chamber of Commerce. And you get arrested, you get fined, you get all that kind of stuff. But it doesn't matter because people are excited by it and they cheer the guy and they clap that he broke the law. Then, on the flip side of that, you have someone like Alex Jones, who, again, is the guy mentally stable? I don't know. I haven't seen any reports. Has he said some really weird and bizarre things? Yeah, he sure has. Has he ever willingly destroyed property in protest? No. All he does is he writes some uh, some some inflamed rhetoric, and he puts it out on his podcast. Jackie, you're done drinking your little juices. Well, you, I mean, you're, you're ready to go out and have a baby. I don't even know what that means. 
I, I don't know what that means at all, but that's what he, uh, that's what he, he talks about on his radio show and on his podcast. And that's now been shut down. So the people that are breaking the law and destroying property, property and taking pickaxes to the sidewalk to, to, you know, explain how horrified and upset they are with the way the country is going get cheered at the, uh, at the council meeting. But the people who are just, you know, yelling and screaming on the radio and on podcasts and on the internet and peaceably putting forth their points, they all get shut down. And like I said, we'll get more on that in a minute. But first, let's talk to Jeff in Middleburg. Jeff, thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. What do you want to say, Jeff? Well, Mark, I, thanks for taking my call. I just say, let's look at this a little differently. I don't think Donald Trump needs to have a star in West Hollywood. It's a true fringe community, and if that's not what they want, that's fine. Um, I think we should just let it go and move on. Mm. I, I know what you're saying. You're saying you don't want to listen to me talk about this anymore. I get it. I can, I can, I can, I can read between the lines. But, you know, the point, the fact of the matter is that it's, it's not the star itself. It's not the fact that it's West Hollywood because it's just a tourist. It's just a tourist destination. The, the fact is that you have people out there and these are people that are in power. Like, don't think that they're not either. And, we'll, and you know what? This Alex Jones story is the perfect example of that because the same people in California and the same people in Hollywood who are pickaxing stars and and voting to have stars removed because they don't like the person, which, again, is not so, you know, you have the constitutional right to not like somebody. But that person also has the constitutional right to do whatever it is they're doing to make you not like them, as long as it's speaking or practicing religion or anything else like that. But when you see what happens with Infowars and with Alex Jones and when you have, you know, all of these, what happened the other day was that Facebook, arguably the largest social medium on the planet, Google, who controls YouTube, which are the number one and number two largest search engines on the planet. One of them is the largest video rep repository on the planet. Uh, and then you, you know, throw on top of that Spotify and iTunes, Apple, the largest not podcast distributor, but the largest place where people go to find their podcasts, all basically ripped InfoWars at the same time, simultaneously, which shows, I mean, that show, I mean, does that not show some kind of antitrust action? When you have these four conglomerates of Silicon Valley doing things, not staggered, but on the same day within hours of each other, Clearly, that is some kind of premeditated, predetermined censorship of this guy and of a lot of other people who evidently enjoy what he has to say about juices and babies and, and whatnot. Jackie, you're know. done drinking your little juices. Well, you, I mean, you're, you're, you're ready to go out and have a baby. Yeah. Uh, 340-1045 is the number. 340-1045 is the number. We'll go through a couple of things that happened with uh, Alex Jones yesterday and uh, and the ramifications it's going to have, not just on the regular news media, but also on the fringe news media and, of course, the midterm elections. And Chuck is on the line. He's got a question about those midterm elections and what happens if the Democrats win. Chuck, hang tight. We're going to talk to you here in just a minute. Quick break. More of the Mark K Show next. Mark K, you're good to go, man. Just settle down a little bit. You talk too fast. Yeah, you know what? I should probably, instead of coffee, I should probably start drinking, like, uh, whiskey before the show. That'll slow me down. I may, I may slur my words a little bit, but at least I'll be slower and easier for uh, for people to understand. I wonder if I could, what if I could deduct that from my taxes if I'm doing it for 
for work. Anyway, uh, 340-1045 is the number. 340-1045 is the number. And we're going to get into what happened uh, with Alex Jones and InfoWars and the uh, and the big social media. I don't like them putting chemicals in the water that turn the friggin' frogs gay. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know what that Josh pulled. That's when it, that's like Josh's ringtone on my uh, my producer. I don't know why. I don't know why he had that handy. But anyway, we'll get into that in a minute. First, so let's go to Chuck, who's been waiting very patiently on the phone. Uh, Chuck, from the beaches, thanks for calling the Marque Show. What's your question today, Chuck? Um, I wanted to talk just a minute about free speech. And um, if you remember what happened when Donald Trump was elected, um, the Rust Belt and everybody, and me included, we just kind of kept our mouths closed. And then on the night of the election, CNN and uh, all the Democrats kind of went, whacked out and we had Mueller. So what's going to happen if if uh, Trump and the Republicans do well in November? What will Rosie O'Donnell and the people with the pickaxes do? They can't blame it on the Russians. Now, if he doesn't do well, I'm assuming it will be, it will be peaceful because the conservatives and the Republicans will be peaceful. But Rosie O'Donnell and the people with the pickaxes and CNN, they're going to have a real problem if he does well. Yeah. Well, and, you know, we're and we're going to start. This is all very, uh, you know, the, the election start today, really, this election in Ohio 12, which uh, Jamie Dupree, by the way, is following closely on his blog starting about 4 p.m. If you go to uh, WOKV dot com. Look, it, it all starts. At, here's the thing. The Republicans will never get upset or angry because they lose an election. That's not their way. When Obama won, not once, but twice, there was no rioting by Republicans. There were no demonstrations by Republicans. They didn't take pickaxes to Obama's star because number one he didn't have one but you know there was nothing there was nothing there to destroy there was no movement to impeach the guy for any trumped up charge that we could think of there was just well we lost an election we got to fight harder next time let's go back to work and make some money so we can raise our families that's typically the republican way now that doesn't mean that republicans don't get angry they do get angry they get angry not when you lose an election fairly but they get angry when your rights are infringed upon. Republicans will get angry and yell and scream and take to the streets when you try to, uh, you know, take away their, their right uh, the, guaranteed by the Constitution to bear arms, to have a gun, to protect themselves. Any and all of those things, that's where the Republican base gets really mad. Any Anytime that they have to, uh, you know, they try to infringe on free speech or freedom of the press or anything at all like that, uh, anytime that happens, there's going to be some kind of up rising by the Republicans. There's going to be some kind of anger on the Republicans. But Republicans aren't so petty that they say, hey, we lost a fair election to a candidate who just outran the other side, you know, our side. We put up the worst person and the other side was more invigorated and they got the votes. They won the election. We're going to try to deal. All right. That's how Republicans work. Democrats, on the other hand, when they lose an election, they don't blame their horrible candidates. They don't blame their infrastructure at the election time. They don't blame, you know, the fact that more people wanted the other person. They blame the system. They blame the Russians. They look for the scapegoat because it's not what they wanted. It can't be what anyone else wants. And they will not just wait four years till the next election and spend their time diligently trying to build some kind of grassroots movement. They're not going to go out there and try to diligently build some kind of some kind of vim and vigor or some kind of, you know, this blue wave. Well, the blue wave doesn't just come from hating Donald Trump. The blue wave has to come from inspiration. 
You can't win an election just because you convince enough people to hate the other candidate. That's what Hillary Clinton tried to do. And it didn't work. You win an election by finding a candidate that is so gosh darn inspirational that people will be lifted and moved to go and vote for them. A vote against a candidate, you might not as well vote at all. Never before has anyone been elected. Republican, Democrat, Independent, Whig, Tory, Anti-Federalist, whatever. And you go back in history. Never before has a president or any elected official won because you didn't want the other guy in office. There had to be some kind of inspirational theme throughout. And I know what people are going to say. They're going to say, Jimmy Carter, we didn't want Gerald Ford. No, you didn't want Richard Nixon. And Gerald Ford, sure, he was a somewhat decent vice president, but what do vice presidents really do? Basically nothing. No offense, Mike Pence. But Jimmy Carter came in and he had his southern drawl and he had all his big ideas and he had all this angst. Yeah, there was angst, but people were inspired by Carter. Then they realized he was worthless and Ronald Reagan came along, the great orator that he was, and he was truly inspirational and he just in a landslide. He, in a landslide, took almost every state. Did it again with Dukai. I think he lost, what, the District of Columbia and Minnesota. Every other state was red, not because people were were inspired to vote against Dukakis. They were inspired to keep the country great again. And that's what happened with Obama. Obama comes along and more people were inspired by his words. More people were invigorated by his promises. Only later on did they find out that those promises were actually just propaganda and BS and lies that he was selling to get elected. None of that. And it sounded great. Don't get me wrong. Barack Obama and his silver tongue, he got up there in Denver and he had the, the, the Greek pillars and he was like a god and he sold, you know, snake oil with the best of a man. I was believing he was doing some great stuff. Oprah Winfrey was crying, crying the night she went. Oprah Winfrey, the only time Oprah Winfrey cries is when, is when uh, you know, Chick-fil-A is closed on Sunday. But she's out there with tears of utter joy because Barack Obama inspired her and so many other people. He won election. And then every day after that for eight years, we slowly became more and more uninspired. And when Hillary Clinton came along and said, we need when Hillary Clinton came along and said, we need to stop Donald Trump. Vote against Donald Trump. When Donald Trump became the actual serious candidate, and all the Republicans did it too. It's not just the Democrats. Hillary Clinton did it, but so did Jeb Bush. So did Ted Cruz. So did Marco Rubio. They all said, you have to stop this. You cannot let this happen. But Donald Trump inspired everybody. And that's why people win elections. So... If the if the Republicans lose a large number of seats, if the Republicans lose a large number of of seats in the House or the Senate, if this blue wave comes up, we just have to blame ourselves for not putting inspiring people in a position to keep those seats, not getting an inspirational message out there or fighting one. We have a guy who's spewing motivation every single day, not just on his bully pulpit, not just on Twitter. Just every time he stands out in a press conference, he is every single day live at rallies, one-on-one with leaders around the world. He is out there motivating everybody to make America great again. And so if any Republicans lose, it's because they fought that motivational message 
or it's because they just weren't inspiring themselves. Blue wave, schmoo wave, man. We've got a red wave. All these idiots that are running for re-election need to do on the right is get on a surfboard and ride it. 3401045. We got to take a quick break. More of the Marque Show coming up next. Well, I never expected Trump charging into a goblin's nest to not get some goblin vomit and slopping blood on him. I just don't want to catch him in bed with a goblin. I don't want to see him kissing goblins, having political succubus with goblins. I don't want to see him ingratiating goblins. I don't, I don't, I don't want to hear you say succubus anymore. <laughs> that's what. That's what uh, uh, that is Alex Jones from Infowars. Now, now, love him or hate him, and a lot of people, you know, it depends on who you talk to. They think he's a nut job. A lot of people think that he's a, a brilliant conspiracy theorist. Theorist. Some people think he's a legitimate journalist. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter matter what you think of him because what happened the other day is the problem not alex jones alex jones and his info wars uh youtube channels and facebook pages and his uh in everything his spotify his itunes you had the three largest tech giants who run pretty much our entire social online world google facebook and apple all dropped the hammer on this guy at the same time we knew it was coming the whole thing was formulaic. First, demonize Infowars, lie about us, build a straw man, then sue us to add credibility to that, then have a few fake strikes on YouTube and Facebook with nebulous terms like bullying children and Islamophobia, and then voila, two weeks later, ban Infowars completely off of dozens of major platforms where we were all in the top five or top ten news feeds. And this is the interesting uh, thing that people don't realize about social media, is that when social media companies become so big and so powerful and so prominent, like Google, like YouTube, like even, even these Yelp reviews and things like that, all right. Uh, what happens is they have these these the, you can it's either an anonymous or, you know, you can be named, but you can complain and you can say this person's Islamophobic. This person's a horrible person. I don't like this content. And if there's enough of those, they'll just take you down. And as Alex Jones points out in what happened to him, you get no say in the matter because it's not like someone taking you to court. Uh, you know, where you actually have a lawyer and you're innocent until proven guilty. It's the other way around. You don't even know what you've supposedly done. You can't face your accusers. Then you get defamed by the claims uh, of the big tech giants when they ban you. Hmm. And then uh, he goes on to point out that this is just the beginning. He's the easy target. Infowars and all the crazy things that he says and all the all the pro-Trump rhetoric and anti-media, anti-establishment uh, conspiracy theories that he's been throwing out. All of that is just to set a precedent. Make no mistake. This is being set up to create a precedent in their own words for you. Nationalists, conservatives, libertarians, Christians. Anyone that they disagree with, anyone that Facebook and Google and YouTube disagrees with, or not even them, but their audience. If you have enough people that complain about uh, a Baptist worship service on YouTube, can they then take that down? If you have enough people that complain about a political advertisement because they don't like the candidate or the party that that political ad represents, can they just arbitrarily take it down because of the quote-unquote terms of service? TOS. TOS is the most amalgamous thing in the entire world. It's basically saying cuz, you know? It's like when your kids come to you and say, can I do this? And you go, no. And they go, why not? And say, cuz. Because I said so. That's what terms of service is to the Internet companies. Can I put up this video I did uh, of me in my uh, red hat saying, uh, you know, Donald Trump, make America great again, USA? No. Why? Because I said so. TOS, baby. That's exactly how it works. And that's what's happening to InfoWars. Wars. And that's what's happening, really, 
to a lot of other people. This is 21st century warfare. It's happening right now, and it's designed to silence the American people and other populist movements around the world who are trying to struggle free from this corporate totalitarianism. Because when you think about it, where do we get our news? Nobody. Tra- Donald Trump has already pointed out that CNN and MSNBC and the Washington Post and the New York Times, all these organizations are already run by political operatives. All these organizations already take a side. They are no longer un biased organizations they are they are they are basically opinion sources of opinion that's disguised as news hence the fake news movement hence the enemy of the people hence all the negative reporting on donald trump but now you have the computer companies and facebook where we're supposedly supposed to be sharing information openly and honestly but they're not even going to let you do that cnn msnbc all of them are the very worst of the worst who are not news organizations, but criminal racketeering combines, by the very definition, out operating to intimidate and attack and control and sabotage and block funds and bring down pro-America organizations. And the thing is, and I've always said this about Alex Jones and Infowars and other organizations like him and other reporters like him, it's not so much that you have to be afraid of what say is happening until it actually happens. When the conspiracy theory becomes the truth, that's when we all got problems. 3401045. Listen, I got I to gotta peace out. We'll be back tomorrow with an all-new Mark K. Show. Stay tuned. We've got the news in Rush Limbaugh next on News 1045 WOKV. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply.